You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about how chatbots' habit of spewing untruths is a big problem, but we should also celebrate these hallucinations as prompts for human creativity and a barrier to machines taking over. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. No one knows whether artificial intelligence will be a boon or curse in the far future, but right now, There's almost universal discomfort and contempt for one habit of these chatbots and agents. Hallucinations, those made-up facts that appear in the outputs of large language models like ChatGPT. In the middle of what seems like a carefully constructed answer, the LLM will slip in something that seems reasonable but is a total fabrication. Your typical chatbot can make disgraced ex-congressman George Santos look like Abe Lincoln, Since it looks inevitable that chatbots will one day generate the vast majority of all prose ever written, all the AI companies are obsessed with minimizing and eliminating hallucinations, or at least convincing the world the problem is in hand. Obviously, the value of LLMs will reach a new level when and if hallucinations approach zero. But before that happens, I ask you to raise a toast to AI's confabulations. Hallucinations fascinate me even though AI scientists have a pretty good idea why they happen. An AI startup called Vectara has studied them and their prevalence, even compiling the hallucination rates of various models when asked to summarize a document. OpenAI's GPT-4 does best, hallucinating only about 3% of the time. Google's now outdated Palm Chat, not its chatbot Bard, has a shocking 27% rate, Although, to be fair, summarizing documents wasn't in Palm Chat's wheelhouse. Vectara's CTO, Amin Ahmad, says that LLMs create a compressed representation of all the training data fed through its artificial neurons. The nature of compression is that the fine details can get lost, he says. A model ends up primed with the most likely answers to queries from users, but doesn't have the exact facts at its disposal. When it gets to the details, it starts making things up, he says. Santosh Vimpala, a computer science professor at Georgia Tech, has also studied hallucinations. A language model is just a probabilistic model of the world, he says, not a truthful mirror of reality. 
Vimpala explains that an LLM's answer strives for a general calibration with the real world, as represented in its training data, which is a weak version of accuracy. His research, published with OpenAI's Adam Kalai, found that hallucinations are unavoidable for facts that can't be verified using the information in a model's training data. That's the science math of AI hallucinations, but they're also notable for the experience they can elicit in humans. At times, these generative fabrications can seem more plausible than actual facts, which are often astonishingly bizarre and unsatisfying. How often do you hear something described as so strange that no screenwriter would dare script it in a movie? These days, all the time. Hallucinations can seduce us by appearing to ground us to a world less jarring than the actual one we live in. What's more, I find it telling to note just which details the bots tend to concoct. In their desperate attempt to fill in the blanks of a satisfying narrative, they gravitate toward the most statistically likely version of reality as represented in their internet-scale training data, which can be a truth in itself. I liken it to a fiction writer penning a novel inspired by real events. A good author will veer from what actually happened to an imagined scenario that reveals a deeper truth, striving to create something more real than reality. When I ask ChatGPT to write an obituary for me, admit it, you've tried it too, it got many things right but a few things wrong. It gave me grandchildren I didn't have, bestowed an earlier birth date, and added a national magazine award to my resume for articles I didn't write about the dot-com bust in the late 1990s. In the LLM's assessment of my life, this is something that should have happened based on the facts of my career. I agree. It's only because of real life's imperfectness that the American Society of Magazine Editors failed to award me the metal elephant sculpture that comes with that honor. After almost 50 years of magazine writing, that's on them, not me. It's almost as if ChatGPT took a poll of possible multiverses and found that in most of them I had an Ellie Award. Sure, I would have preferred that here in my own corner of the multiverse human judges had called me to the podium. But recognition from a vamping artificial neural net is better than nothing. Besides providing an instructive view of plausible alternate realities, the untethering of AI outputs from the realm of fact can also be productive. Because LLMs don't necessarily think like humans, their flights of statistical fancy can be valuable tools to spur creativity. That's why generative systems are being explored more by artists to get ideas they wouldn't have necessarily have thought of, says Vectara Zamad. One of the most important missions of those building AI is to help solve humanity's intractable problems, ostensibly by coming up with ideas that leap past the bounds of human imagination. Ahmad is one of several people I spoke with who believe that even if we figure out how to largely eliminate those algorithmic fibs, we should still keep them around. LLMs should be capable of producing things without hallucinations, but then we can flip them into a mode where they can produce hallucinations and help us brainstorm, he says. Vampala of Georgia Tech agrees. There should be a knob that you can turn, he says. When you drive your car, you don't want AI to hallucinate what's on the road, but you do when you're trying to write a poem for a friend. There's one other big reason why I value hallucinations. Right now, their inaccuracies are providing humanity with some breathing room in the transition to coexistence with superintelligent AI entities. Because we can't trust LLMs to be correct, we still must do the work of fact-checking them. 
This keeps us in touch with reality, at least until we turn the whole shebang over to GPTs. Take the legal profession as an example. Even though LLMs can churn out what looks like a credible legal brief, the result can be disastrously fictional. We saw this in the celebrated case where two attorneys submitted a brief citing six judicial opinions that proved to have been wholly imagined by ChatGPT, which they had asked to draw up the document, the judge sanctioned the lawyers, and they became a laughingstock. After that, only a lawyer who was a total idiot would use chatbots to dig up case law supporting an argument and not double-check the results. Turns out, such people exist. Michael Cohen is currently serving a jail term for being Donald Trump's fixer and is appealing his sentence. He provided his attorney with fictional court decisions fabricated by Google's LLM-powered chatbot Bard and got caught. But Cohen is an exception. For now, lawyers are actually required to surface precedents themselves. That's a good thing. Imagine if AI can reliably generate a compelling legal brief with total accuracy in locating precedents. With total recall of case law, an LLM could include dozens of cases. Lawyers will submit these without bothering to look at them, confident that they are relevant. It will be up to the poor judges to consider how these cases apply. Naturally, they will turn to AI to summarize the cases and maybe even use AI to draft their final opinion. Eventually, our entire case law will be determined by arguments launched and adjudicated by AI. Humans will just be spectators. And there will be very little work to do for actual lawyers. Heck, ChatGPT4 can already pass the bar exam. The same applies for other fields that demand accuracy, which is pretty much every human profession. Because we can't trust LLMs, there's still work for humans to do. Hallucinations are kind of a firewall between us and massive unemployment. Will that day ever come when we get rid of hallucinations? Scientists disagree. The answer in a broad sense is no, says Vimpala, whose paper was called Calibrated Models Must Hallucinate. Ahmad, on the other hand, thinks that we can do it. There's a red-hot focus in the research community right now on the problem of hallucination, and it's being tackled from all kinds of angles, he says. Meanwhile, we're stuck with hallucinations. We should at least respect them. Yes, I understand the value and even the necessity of making LLMs stick to the facts for some tasks, but I shudder to think of how much we humans will miss if given a free pass to skip over the sources of information that make us truly knowledgeable. And I will mourn the countless jobs lost when we turn over the bulk of white-collar work to robots. For now, though, AI can't be trusted. Here's to you, hallucinations. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, how Rumble is part of an active and ongoing SEC investigation. Checking in on Wired Science, how your body adapts to extreme cold. And on Wired Security, the fight to unite iPhone and Android users is far from over. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
you'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.